अभी जितना जितने हाथ उठाने उठा लो क्योंकि अगर मैंने हाथ उठा लिया ना तो तुम लोग दोबारा कभी नहीं उठोगे भाई यहाँ पे पिस्तौल रह गई थी क्या बिकॉज अपेंटली दे हैड अ फकिंग पिस्टल इन दर हैंड दे टुक इट आउट इन कैप्टर ऑन द टेबल एम एंड लेफ्ट फकिंग फॉर गॉट द पिस्टल दैट वॉज ऑन द फकिंग टेबल सो दे केम बैक सो इट्स वेरी डिफरेंट फ्रॉम पीपल दट मेक अ लॉट ऑफ नॉइज बट डोट डू एनी थिंग दे डोट बैक एनी थिंग अप वर्स दीज पीपल दट डोट मेक दैमेज नॉइज बट इफ इट गोज डाउन दीज गाइज एक्चुअली बैक थिंग्स अप एंड आई विल स्टिल नवर रिमेंबर नवर फिगेट दिस थिंग दे वर लाइक टू हंड्रेड फकिंग पीपल दर एंड नो बडी डेड एनी थिंग एंड एज इट टर्स आउट इट्स दीज मोद फकर्स बिकॉज ओनली द मोस्ट मैनलीस्ट ऑफ मैन लाइक द मोस्ट यू नो द मोस्ट अमेजिंग एल्फा मेल are going to try and come and try and whatever beat you up or try and get revenge or something in the middle of the night when everybody else is sleeping What's going on, boys and girls? So this is my birthday gift to you. This is a real life video, a uh, real life uh, story, true story, true incident of my life. It's the biggest fight that I've ever been in in my life. Um, it's one of the most pivotal, most uh, moments in my life that has shaped me into being who I am, good or bad, whatever you can decide. Um, every single character that's in this story is. a real human being and every single character that's in this story i'm going to give you backgrounds of every single one of them and they are better than pretty much any netflix show that you've possibly seen in the past year or so and this is this in itself this real life story of mine is definitely going to be better than any netflix show that you've actually seen in the past now of course this is going to be on podcast on everywhere spotify itunes um, everywhere that my podcast is on podbean etc etc and on youtube but i would suggest that if you have the time then stop this here and actually move on to youtube because there's going to be a lot of videos uh videos pictures i'm going to show you the hostel that i've been in i'm going to show you where the fight actually took place i'm going to show you the first gym that i ever started training at um and a bunch of different things like which cannot really just be done over audio but um obviously it's up to you however you choose to uh, go for it so um yeah uh, this is one of those uh, videos as well in fact this is actually my intellectual muscle podcast everything that i would have taught my 20 year old self i this is something for all of you youngsters guys or girls to kind of learn from and understand and if you're older than me then you probably know a bunch of these things but it is still going to be interesting because this is my true life story so it's going to be fun <laughs> um all right so let's get into it uh oh by the way so in order to kind of loosen my tongue and to kind of just have fun and enjoy myself with this um uh by the way i actually mentioned that i'm going to do this thing uh when i hit like a thousand followers or something i might have that clip in here as well uh and i hit a thousand followers but i didn't do it because it's more of a personal story obviously it's like my personal life story right um and then uh and then my birthday just went past like 2 days ago or 3 days ago uh, on the 13th of august so and i I'm a bit of a hermit like I like spending time alone and this is kind of one of the reasons why like the story will take you into why I like spending time alone. Um so um I just decided that this is possibly the best time ever and there was like another sign which I kind of just forgot actually. Uh there was another sign I I just completely it just skip my head right now. But yeah, so this this was a sign that this is probably the time to do it and what better time than uh than a birthday that goes by to teach the youngsters something that you've learned in your life so far, right? So in order to make this more fun and interesting just even for me and for you, I actually have Captain Morgan's spiced rum. One of my friends actually uh, suggested this one is pretty fucking uh it's pretty good. And I have a black label. 
which uh, one of my friends from Manipal, in fact, actually introduced me to this one. And this is a Manipal uh, story as well. So all of you that are from Manipal are going to like, like laugh your asses off. Or th- you, you are going to enjoy this one so much. It's actually insane. Okay. Um, okay. So let's start off with this. Let's, let's start off with maybe, I don't know if I should take a shot or not, because I have like zero freaking tolerance. So I guess let's just go halfway just to let it kick in. And then I'll start off the story. Oh God, it's still really good though. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> oh, three, two, one. All right. Because <laughs> I know some of you guys and girls are dying for this. So, okay, let's get into this. Um, so how do we even start off? I think I'm going to start off with, uh, I think I'm first, I'm going to take you guys through the uh, locations of uh, Manipal, Manipal and such, right? So I hope this is going to work fine. All right, <clears throat> confirm. Yep. Oh, okay. So let's go to MIT Moneyball. <clears throat> so for those of you that do or do not know, uh, I don't know how you might not at this point in time, but I am a computer engineer, of course. Uh, that's how you get the Indian card. And um, this is where in South India, in India, I actually finished my engineering from. Uh, where's maps, dude? Let's go into maps. So MIT Manipal is basically where I ended up uh, studying, right? Now I'm going to show you the first, actually, let's just, uh, can I even, do I even remember any of the stuff or no? I mean, there's no way I can forget it, but I'm just trying to see how much do I remember versus not. Uh, scissors Hair Salon. I actually know the guy that owns the scissors, used to own the Scissors Hair Salon, if this is the same guy or not. Uh, MIT got video here. This is kind of getting a little bit confusing for me. Block one, block 13, block 13, MIT food court. Many block hostel six. Oh, so block 13 is here. Block one is here. Block 13 used to be the girls hostel. And uh, new ladies block 21, 14 block. So I used to live in 11th block and 12th block. There you go. So MIT stadium here. Now, now I, I, apparently MIT, uh, like block 11 is like um, the girls hostel, but I used to live in this one. It used to be a guys and girls hostel. I mean, it used to be a guys hostel only. Yeah, India does not have co-ed hostels. I, I don't think it still does at any, anywhere. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, uh, 11th block used to be the block that I used to live in and 12th block used to be the other block. And these two used to be interconnected. So we were kind of like just considered as one block altogether. Um, there used to be a football ground, like a hockey ground stadium, whatever, like right behind us. So we would literally just leave from here. And then do we have a satellite picture or no, or, uh, how do I change that? Oh, there you go. So yeah. Oh my God. It still looks just as dirty as before. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, um, uh, these used to be the football or hockey grounds back here. This MIT block, uh, this one, this green garden thingy here, that's where the actual fights actually, the actual fight took place. I'm going to tell you about the whole fight as well. Um, I used to go to a gym. So I used to leave MIT block here. I used to go on this road back outside. This used to be the, uh, an, uh, an exit, exit this road. And there used to be a gym called a slim gym right here somewhere. Now I'm hoping that it's still here or not slim gym. I, this used to be the first gym that I ever trained at. And I am so fucking disappointed that there's no pictures here. So I have no idea what the fuck, where you guys are training at this point. Uh, all of you money, Paul. Uh, kids, but like I'm really disappointed. Sky Lounge was the new lounge that actually opened up, and I'm th- I don't know this 100%, but I think that the fight actually started taking place at Sky Lounge, which is this one. I think so. I'm not so sh- I'm not 100% sure at this point because I, I also had a feeling that there was another new um, um, disc or something that opened up somewhere back here, somewhere where the actual fight uh, uh, 
where where the whole fight thing began i guess um but anyway so that is um that's basically where i started off from uh that was the first gym that i'd ever been at the m uh, the 11th block and 12th block was the um what, what used to be where we used to live um this was uh school and everything i'm gonna i'm gonna make like uh, actually let's just get into this to kind of show you if they have pictures of what the insides of the hostel kind of look like because uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna make pictures of uh, the whole thing as well anyways so this used to be the entrance to uh mit Elon block it looks so much better at night uh what this is this is this is exactly where i used to sleep this was the right side whatever right side left side whatever i used to sleep right here there used to be a door on this side that would go to a common bathroom i'm gonna make a video um i'm gonna make a picture of the whole thing so you understand it and this picture is being taken from the other bed so there used to be two beds in the same room and this window used to look out into the back the dirt at the back um this is exactly the room that i used to live at So yeah, again, this, I used to be on the right side. There used to be a cupboard right here in the middle. Um, this used to be the common washroom, bathroom thing. Well, that's it. Okay, these are the only ones, eh? Exterior visitors, from visitors, that it? Oh, wow. There's only like four or five pictures. Interesting. Uh, let's take a look at this one. Uh, hopefully this one has more. Oh, of course, they made it look hella pretty. Um, man, the... Um, of course, I don't know. I, mean, I guess you could get mattresses and stuff back there by yourself, but like, um, uh, I don't think that I had like a really good mattress or anything. There's a bathroom back there. Um, interesting. Okay, there's not there's not that many pictures here. Let's go into MIT 12 blog just to take a look at what this looks like. Um, to see what, uh, because this is exactly where the fight took place. So the pictures and and stuff here are going to okay. Yeah, this right here, the ground right here is basically. Again, literally, literally exactly where the fight took place. There used to be people taking, um, living in, in the entire block, obviously, like the entire, every single floor. And um, it, like there's rooms here. I don't know why we can't see the, the door openings to the rooms. I, I don't know why that's a thing. Um, no, this is the outside somewhere. That's not it. Again, same thing here. This used to be right in front of the mess. Like the 12th block had the mess. So the mess was on this side of the whole... Um, of the of the picture uh, pretty much I'm just trying to find any better pictures or anything uh yep this is 12 block three four uh, different floors uh, uh, the 12 block used to be the air conditioned block and the lounge block used to be the non-air non conditioned block and um we used to have um us okay i'm already getting a little bit tipsy I have like zero tolerance. I have a zero tolerance <laughs> for any kind of drug. Okay, so yeah, so the MIT 11th block and 12th block, um, 11th block did not use, did not have air conditioners. And I remember that because my parents decided to send me to fucking 11th block and 12th block did. And we used to hang out all the time at the 12th block ones. And some some guys actually used to sleep with our friends in the uh, 12th uh, block hostels. It was just because it, the summers were like fucking ridiculous. This was Manipal and Karnataka. So you're next to the equator. It's always hot. It's always humid. It was like, it was, it was disgusting. It was bad. Um, okay, so that's 11th and 12th block. Uh, I, I thought I had like a bunch more pictures, but you know what? That's good because I, I can actually get into the story uh, a little bit. So damn i'm already 12 10 minutes in okay um okay 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 let's get into this uh how do i start off from so first locations and then i got the characters okay so now i got the characters that i gotta build up okay 
So let's just say every single one of these characters are real life characters. And everything that I'm telling you is, is true about every single one of them. I'm not going to mention the names of any of these characters at all whatsoever. Um, just to kind of like maintain an anonymous anonymity. Um, and we'll go from there. So as you can tell, I'm already kind of drunk. Yeah. Okay. Let's start off with uh, me. This is me right here. So um, this is... Right. Um, now I'm going to make like a little separation between like everybody else versus... Um, the people that were that were on our side, like my block, eleventh block, twelfth block, versus like the other fight, because the the the, the fight ended up becoming people on my side and my block versus people on the other side. Um, so this is me. Then I had a roommate, uh, this guy. Let's just say we. Then I had this guy that has one of the best um, characters to play in this whole uh, thing. Let's call him R. Um, then I had this guy who is, this is the learning life lesson guy, because this guy will teach you about life. Um, this guy. Okay. Oh yeah. I had this guy similar to him. Exactly. Another learning life lesson kind of guy. Um, okay, let's go for P. This guy is going to be the guy that's basically going to kind of serve as proof of the fact that every single one of these things actually happened in my life. Um, cause I actually reached out to P after doing like a psychedelic trip and then for, in order for some like, kind of like a gratitude, gratitude message kind of a thing. Okay. So this is me. Uh, this is the, my roommate. Okay. Yeah, this is my roommate. Um, this is a really interesting character, interesting character. These two are both interesting learning characters. Um, let's actually get into the people that are on the other side. There was only one major guy on the other side. That was it. One major guy on the other side. And like literally everybody else, I'm just going to say are like, I don't even know what to call them. Let's just call them like fucking background characters or henchmen. Let's just call them henchmen. Because <laughs> they had no, they had z a zero uh, self-importance, individual importance. They were just there to kind of watch the whole thing and, and support this guy brainlessly. That was pretty much it. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, these are all the characters, right? So this is me. You already know me. My, my roommate, uh, who is not going to be named, uh, me and this guy had really, really had a... Oops. Me and this guy had a super interesting um, dynamic going on. Uh, in in Manipal, in, in engineering it, uh, in MIT, uh, we were forced to have uh, first year roommates and you could obviously change them in the future. But like initially, they just kind of gave you roommates based on where you came from and what they thought, like if they're from the same place that you might actually gel together really well and so on and so forth. So you had like random roommates based on whatever their algorithm shit was. Um, so this was my roommate. Uh, now the thing is, me and him really did not like each other. Um, I, I was going to say we really hated each other, but that's not true because we, we actually did like each other. But the thing is, there's a difference between friendship and how much you can tolerate someone with like just knowing someone as an acquaintance and then fucking actually living with them. This person was not really fun to actually live with. And I'm pretty sure I wasn't fun for him to live with either. So um, me and him were actually like kind of like the talk of the town in the sense, like how the fuck did these two guys end up being together in the first year? And then uh, in the third year, I actually managed to get my own place. And I'll actually have pictures of myself in my own place. I've actually shared those pictures with you I've actually done like back shots and stuff um so that was my own place and that also i shared with this guy because in the third year it just so happened that i just could not find another roommate and um the other people that i did find that wanted to move out were like 
also it was basically the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know so i chose to go with the devil you know so that was like kind of like the talk of the time how the fuck did you guys end up together okay again um so that's my roommate now this guy actually kind of never really never really did too much for me in my life in fact there was a lot of like stealing going on food eating going on not paying bills that we were supposed to be paying together kind of stuff going on that kind of stuff like i think everybody's been through uh someone like that in their life so it wasn't like i had like a lot of reason to like respect him so to speak that said in this in this uh story he actually plays a really important role um and i'm going to get into that afterwards so this guy actually knew both me and him this guy actually was connected to both me as well as the guy that the fight actually kind of originated from so to speak now this guy the um the whole fight so to speak um originated from this guy i'm, I'm trying to figure out if this is the right uh script that i'm going or not backstories uh, you know uh, just story Whoops. Okay. I should not have had their names there. I guess I'm going to have to hide that. <clears throat> um, okay. Actually, no. So let me get into the, the gist of the actual story. So the, the, the real reason why this whole story actually took place was because of this, uh, this, uh, female here who used to be my friend and this guy's, um, uh, this guy's uh, love interest, so to speak. She used, she was just my friend, and this this guy's uh, love interest. It always comes down, boils down to women, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, now she used to be a friend of mine, and I'm just gonna say this. I don't care how fucking rude it sounds, or how bad or mean or anything it sounds, because this is actually true, and this is what I got out from my, our relationship. This human being was a waste of oxygen. Uh, that's that's genuinely how I feel. Um, she never helped me out with any exams per se successfully never helped me out with any test never helped me out with going back and forth from home or anything didn't did not help me out with any travel she never set me up with any of her girlfriends or anything um she never helped me with when i had other girlfriends like she was never productive in my relationships with them or like gave me any kind of value or anything of that sort there was nothing there was a zero that i ever got out of my friendship with this human being um and she never really ever made me feel really good about myself or anything either so i genuinely and, and no, so that's just me right but at the same time i don't think that she ever 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 back then at least did anything for her own life like she did not have a brain of her own she was a fucking sheep her friends were um let me kind of just tell you about the background story between these two actually um this person used to like this person um she did not like him back i guess now both of these also had like common friends i guess i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna make more fucking pictures um they had common friends as well they used to be her girl girlfriends and they used to take her out and get her drunk and stuff in different bars and pubs and clubs so that uh, she would be easier to hit on by this guy and they could actually become a thing so though these other girls were common friends of hers and his as well and they would do that kind of stuff but she would whatever not want to be with him um and she would never be without those two girls and she could she did not have a brain of her own she did not think for herself um the funniest thing the the best way that i can explain this human being is she used to literally think of all of humanity every single part of humanity as hot or not are you hot if you're hot then you mean something in life 
something in your life has value other people think that you're hot that's why that means there's something about you and if you're not then you're absolutely nothing there's nothing on this side whatsoever so either you're either hot or you're not and you're and or you're nothing that that used to be the way that she used to, she used to think um so obviously me and her never joked together we never had like any productive fucking conversations or anything not not thinking back i think anyways um so these two this was their random ass fucking love story let me actually kind of get into their love story so to speak as well right um this guy has been after her for like a whole fucking year or more she wasn't even like a six she was she was a six she was a six she was not even more than that um this guy had been after her for like god knows how long um he proposed to her like in school after school before after like every single thing um and then eventually what happened was like in in india at least we have like two full months of summer break and uh this guy proposed to her to be his girlfriend or something um before the summer break and she said that i'm going to take some let me think about it and then she goes home for two full months and then when they come back it turns out that this guy has a girlfriend in fucking england or some shit um which that doesn't even make sense but whatever like he has a girlfriend in england right and now she calls me and tells me that um oh wait can you guys even see this or not well you know what it doesn't matter I, I, well actually fuck it oh yeah so um yeah so she calls me she calls me and then she tells me that um uh oh he you know xxx X, X already has like a girlfriend in in the uk right now and i'm feeling sad about her or bad about her i'm like why are you feeling sad about it he's like oh he asked me to go out with him two months ago and i told him to wait for my answer and he didn't wait for my answer and i'm like are you like are you are you for real right now like is he trying to sell you a pair of shoes or he's is he like literally laying his heart out on the line <laughs> and asking you if you want to be his girlfriend and you're asking him to wait for like two full fucking months like are you stupid like have you lost your fucking mind and uh, she got really pissed off uh, pissed off about that but um but yeah so anyways like they were both fucking they were both uh yeah super special um which is ironic coming from me but okay so that was their uh their, that was their thing going on now now let me just actually tell you about this character right here this guy right so the main guy against whom or like because of whom the fight kind of took place he always used to think that me and her had a thing going on which we never did um and um let me just explain this guy this guy used to was the son of a super rich businessman um the the stories that we'd heard about basically about his life about the about the people that had gone to his home were the fact that when they used to walk in his home there you like if you walked out in the into the gardens and stuff he had like a mansion if you walked out in, into the gardens and stuff in his home he would there were there were speakers that were fit into the ground somewhere which did not even make any sense to me but they were basically dug and fit into the ground somewhere so that you whenever you walk around outside you would always have music just coming from outside like coming from the coming from the ground pretty much uh this guy was like crazy fucking rich and he used to live in um in manipal this is only from for you manipal kids that are, that are going to understand this i forgot the names of the place man but he used to live in like the richest of places that you could ah oh, i forgot the names of the place mandavi palace or something i think it was mandavi palace or something um where the um it was one of the richer places to be i think and uh this man had like a fucking pool table inside of his home inside of his uh when he used to go to college and stuff he used to have a pool table and stuff and they had the most weirdest things this guy had so much money it was fucking nuts um but yeah but his specialty was i and i and i kid, fucking kid you not this is this is no joke i'm not lying about anything i think i fucking got more drunk than i was supposed to get and i still have more than half of this left and i had the like this, this is going to be bad um okay so but this guy 
um was the only guy in all of engineering and he used to do architecture so mit engineering normally was different and mit architecture was completely different this guy was the only guy in architecture that managed to manage to get a 0.0 a 0.0 gpa how do you manage to get a 0.0 gpa is beyond my comprehension but this man managed to get a 0.0 gpa in his first year obviously he flunked out and then he later on left the college at some point in time but a zero point fucking zero that's what this guy managed to get um okay so that's that's this character right and the whole fight that kind of came up I'll, i'll explain that to you afterwards um this man now this man so let me just kind of also tell you something else all of these all of us every single one of us except for p s m uh, me v b r every single can you see this or not like S M S here, me, we, B, R, everyone except for P, and even a lot of people in in henchmen, everyone except for P, pretty much, all came from North India, right? All from Delhi, Punjab, and like other places, North India, and then everybody, and this guy, the P guy, actually came from like Bihar, which is like not North India, like somewhere in the middle. Um, now, why is that even important? I guess because um, in North India, there's this fucking ego is always through the roof. and also um i don't know if you've heard about that that cliche statement or something but the empty tin makes the most noise kind of a thing and that's exactly what both s and m were and especially s and this is what i want you young kids to kind of know s is the guy where the empty tin makes the most fucking noise and this is what you will see in your life in real life in front of you all the time and you should be able to like basically track it or or like analyze it the second that you see it um this guy's story s this backstory was fucking amazing uh apparently he used to have this fucking sob story of uh, also also a businessman by the way the, a businessman the son of a businessman had like a bunch of money and everything um his sob story used to be that apparently he used to be so good at football like actual football soccer um where he he, he used to be so good at football or something but his dad did not want him to be in football or soccer or something and there was a day where his dad actually burnt his football studs in front of him because he did not want him to be in soccer or something true or not like just knowing the the personality of this guy here absolutely not true he would have the worst fucking sob stories in the bullshit of of all time and the reason why i'm even mentioning this is because i'm going to get into like how you how i realized how much of a fucking bullshitter this guy was um so this guy was s the, then there was a guy called m uh, m was had this um, he was known to have like the most fucking romantic relationship of all time uh, i don't even remember what the details were but uh, and like his he, he used to fucking make the weirdest randomest he um it makes me cringe on based on what this guy did uh but anyways so so uh m used to uh, m's girlfriend at that point in time uh had 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 her birthday or something and he basically had her friends send her a fucking biz- birthday card every single hour of the day every 24 hours for her birthday uh he had her he had them send her or he had blah blah, blah himself send her basically like a life size fucking teddy bear or something and a bunch of other garbage that's the that's that was this guy's identity that was his identity and he used to make a lot of fucking noise too but um but yeah but he he wouldn't make as much noise as s but he would make a lot of fucking noise okay then we have r r is one of the most interesting characters and i'm actually going to make a line for this so you guys can see this I'm actually going to make a line from here to here because he was connected to me and this was kind of one of the reasons and and everything else and this guy was also connected to me right um okay so let me just tell you what are 
in in india uh, there is such a thing um called as back uh, at least it used to be uh, 10 years ago and I'm, i'm pretty sure it still is but at least back then it used to be a big thing called as back back basically means how connected are you or how like if like you, i don't know if you've seen this or not but like in like indian movies and stuff like if somebody gets into trouble they get on their phone and they call someone and then like a fucking car shows up like a jeep shows up and there's a bunch of people there and these people are backing him to get into like a fight or some shit that that's basically what a back means ironically a back means if you don't have a front <laughs> that's basically what a back means um But yeah, so there used to be this thing. Now this guy was super fucking well connected, and he had a legit, genuine back. Me and this guy used to know each other from school, from Amity International School back in Noida, where I actually did my schooling from. Um, and Noida is in is in Uttar Pradesh in UP, which also is like the fucking home of a bunch of fucking gangsters. So there's no there's no surprise that this guy was like super connected back then. Now the story between me and R is like we used to be from the same school, but we didn't really weren't really like really good friends. But then then when we used to reach in Manipal then obviously everyone's trying to find new people that that they kind of know just to be friends with now back then R used to get into a lot of trouble because he would not allow ragging to happen so for those of you that don't know what ragging is ragging is basically um your seniors in your school year uh, or your university or something trying Yeah, it's an initiation process where they try and make fun of you or make you do funny things or silly things. But then ragging, ragging can go really, really bad too. Um, but anyway, so that's basically what ragging is, and he would not allow that. And ragging can could really go bad. And ragging was against the law because like people would get killed in fucking ragging, or they would end up committing suicide because of shame, because of things that they would have to do in ragging, etc., etc., etc. So, as just like anything in life, it can be pulled to like a different weird extent. But So this guy would not allow himself to get ragged. Now these are the some of the fucking statements that that really make this better than any Netflix special. Um, so when this guy was getting ragged in the middle of, um, I'm actually going to show you where where Moneyball Square kind of is. Uh, where is it? Food court, food court. Is this where the no campus store? So this is Student Plaza. So I think, I think that this was the one. Juice Lounge, Student Cafe, Student Plaza. I think this was the one. This was kind of the square. I think I'm so confused at this point. Fuck, I'm so confused. I think this was the square, pretty much where everyone used to hang out. Mighty food court. Yeah, I think this was the square. So, um, so basically, he was getting ragged at the square or something, and um, um, I think like a girl tried to come up. So he would not allow himself to get ragged by anyone. Then a girl came up to him and tried to be friendly or something. And oh, hey, you're new here, and blah 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 blah. Okay, why don't you do this? Is this for me? As as because I'm a senior. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Fuck off. And then she was like, oh my god, how dare you say that? Blah 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 blah. And then she goes and gets some of her friends, uh, and then they try and like rag him or something. And this is the best fucking line that I've ever heard. Uh, but he basically said, oh, so so then he got into like obviously he got into a tutu mama, which is like basically a fight against these argument against these people. And he's like, I'm not gonna do it. And uh, they're like, okay, we're gonna do this. this this blah 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 so he basically goes and says um abhi jo karna hai kar lo uh, abhi jitna jitne haath uthane utha lo kyunki agar maine haath utha liya na to tum log dobara kabhi nahi uthoge what that basically means it's such a fucking amazing fucking bollywood movie script dialogue what that basically means is you guys can do whatever you want right now if you want to lift a hand at this point in time then go ahead and do so because if i end up lifting my hand then you guys will never end up lifting ever again you guys will never wake up ever again that was one of the most beautiful fucking dialogues that i've ever heard and everybody in the middle of the fucking uh, center or circle or something uh, heard that one 
And that was who this guy was. So he was getting into a lot of trouble with a lot of these people because he was getting into fights with all of them. Now, because I had some friends uh, that were seniors and stuff, he was looking for a certain person that was his back or conne- connection there. Um, actually, let me tell you a little bit more about his backstory. So again, we're talking about this guy, right? This R guy here. Um, this guy's backstory was in, in in Delhi at least. He used to like he was definitely connected with like politi- politicians and gangsters and everything else. And he used to have like a chacha or like which I don't even know what the fuck that means, but like an elder brother or some sort. Um, where they used to go to CCD uh, because in India CCD is Cafe Coffee Day, which is like our Starbucks. Like I think you guys here hang out at Starbucks. We used to hang out at CCD at least back then, ten years ago. So they went to like CCD and stuff. And then when, and this is a true life story. Uh, when they basically left uh, CCD, this, his chacha and everyone basically come back and they asked the front desk guy uh, or whoever, the server at CCD, <laughs> because apparently they had a fucking pistol in their hand. They took it out and kept it on their table. And when they left, they fucking forgot the pistol that was on the fucking table. So they came back to find out if there's a fucking pistol on the on the table that, the, that these guys actually found. So that was a real life story, too. Uh, so this is this is the background of this guy. Um, but OK, so let's get into this. Yeah. So that was who this guy was. Now, he and his friends and his brothers and family and everyone were connected, even here in the south in Karnataka and stuff. And uh, he wanted to try and get through to them, but he could not get through to them just because he was fighting with everyone. So he couldn't get any information out of anyone. So I could get information out of people. So I basically asked my friends, my seniors to get the information of this guy, whoever this guy was, that he needed to get. And then I got him, I got R, the connection that he needed. And then when I got R, the connection that he was needed, then he was like settled, so to speak. Like nobody would, would ever mess with him ever again. And I remember that too. Like he used to basically move around in like uh, cars and stuff with like with like a bunch of people that had like guns. So um, so I know that he got basically connected at, at that point in time. Now this guy is again, super important in this uh, story as well. So I got that guy, I got this guy, I got, um, now I got P. P, this guy here, <clears throat> P right here is, uh, I'm just going to say his name is Prakar basically because he's he's going to be the guy that whose uh, message I think I'm going to share at the end of this video. But um, Prakar was like Bihari. Bihari is, uh, is, is very different from like North India. Now, so North India are basically like a bunch of ego and a lot of fighting and everything, but they only make a lot of, a lot of noise. And as soon as shit starts to really go down, which I'm going to get into in the story, as soon as shit starts to really go down, they fucking run. Uh, now Bihari's are different. They're super fun to be around. They're super chill. They're super happy and everything, except when shit goes down, then these guys actually fucking fight. Like it doesn't matter how bad things are going. These guys will actually fucking fight. So it's very different from people that make a lot of noise, but don't do anything. They don't back anything up versus these, these people that don't make that much noise. But if shit goes down, these guys actually back things up. So that's what uh, these guys are and where they're from. So I think um, let's actually get into the actual story at this point, unless if I'm forgetting something. So we were probably at, I don't even remember where the thing is now, but that, that disc lounge thing that I actually mentioned to you before, uh, where we go, whoops. No, where are we going the opposite side? Oh, okay, this is it. So let's say, I think it was this one, but I don't remember. Let's just say we were Sky Lounge, right? We were Sky Lounge. Um, there was a there was a normal disc slash party thingy going on. Everyone was drinking and just having fun and like. Now here again is the other fucking most brilliant thing ever. Um, different blocks and hostels did not like each other. It was just a thing. I don't even know why that was a thing. Um, Eleventh and twelfth block most definitely did not like sixth block. And there was a there was a birthday party of I think a girl going on, and this girl really insisted to 
get both of these fucking blocks together where none of the guys would ever really like each other kind of a thing but she insisted that happened so we all got together um, when we got to that thing i think something happened some guy probably did something something i have no idea what the fuck happened I actually genuinely don't know the biggest fight that I've ever been in. How the fuck it even originated, I have no idea. So anyway, something happened and uh, like a fight broke out. And so then they started kicking everyone out. They were like, get the fuck out of our, get the fuck out of our club. So at that point in time, I basically, we all moved out. And uh, I was just one of the other guys that moved out. And I think I said, man, it was a good fucking party going on. I have no idea what the fuck happened. And um, it fucking sucks. So someone from behind me comes up and like, who who dare says nothing really happened? Who are you to say that nothing really happened? I was like, I have no idea what happened. And then this guy decided to try and punch or kick me. So I basically kicked him back after he missed because he was fucking drunk. So I kicked him back. And then that's basically where my fight kind of started off from. So we started off from Sky Lounge somewhere over here. And then we basically all made it. And I think everyone that kind of just stopped the thing. And then we all basically made it back. And I managed to make it back all the way into like the hostel here. And I was waiting in this hostel thingy right here in, um, in the middle of the ground green thing here. At that point in time, I think it was 12.30 or 1 a.m. at night. Um... So, so while I was waiting here and everybody else was also awake because like everybody, everyone was there at the, at the club thing. While I was waiting here at this point in time, a bunch of fucking people came in, including B and his henchmen, because like I said, the henchmen have nothing to do with anything. They're just like background characters. So I was right in the middle of this fucking hostel right here in this ground. I, and I was literally right. So I start. I, I was sitting here at the first part. Where is this? I was sitting here at the first part. These guys and the entry to the hostel used to start off from here. A bunch of people came in and I stood up and then I started backing off, backing off, backing off because they're trying to find to fight me, which I don't even realize why, but they're trying to find to fight me because I think the fight originally started off from there thinking there was something against me going on, even though I had nothing to do with the entire thing at all whatsoever. So I backed off to here and then I backed off to here. Now, a bunch of people were trying to hold them back. Uh, three or four people, including B, because B is the main character of this whole story basically tried to break out from them and then tried to run towards me. So B and three of his friends, so four of them against one of me, tried to run towards me. Now this, now I remember this distinctly and clearly, and I'm actually going to show you what, again, what the fucking block looks like. Where do the pictures go? So this is what the block looks like, right? So there's four different floors. Only some people were trying to hold some people back over there. There's four different floors here. Okay, why is this? Yeah, so there's four different floors here. And I think I was backing off from here, 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 here so far. And I'm looking around and there's at least 200 people. There's at least 200 fucking people up there looking at what's going on. Not a single one of them steps out. Nobody calls any authorities or security on the phone or anything. Nobody asks these shouts at these guys to even fucking leave, even though they're in our block, in our hostel or some shit, um, trying to beat one of our guys. Um, and uh, nothing, like nothing really happened. And I remember that I was walking one step back and then one step back and then one step back. And then by the time I took the third step back, I think the, the other guys in front, because they were also looking around at everybody around us and they were like, okay, nobody's stopping us. So we can probably do whatever the heck we want. So this guy, B, basically rushes towards me. Like he, he breaks out and then he runs towards me. So now this is something that you don't know, but I used to play football, uh, like genuine football for like eight or nine years. So I used to be really good at kicking. So I basically took a step back 
And then as soon as this guy came close, I, I moved forward and I know that the shins hurt really bad because again, I played football for 11 years and I smacked the fuck out of his fucking shin and he basically went tumbling and rolling <laughs> and, he, and he grabbed his shin and he started crying on the floor right there. Uh, this is when all of us were like 18, 19 or something. And he starts crying with his foot right there. And all of the four guys that were with him, basically that were all moving towards me, they all started backing off. This is the difference between like the empty tin thing that makes a lot of noise and doesn't fucking do jack shit versus like people that actually do shit. So they all were there with him, this fucking sheep mentality thing that we're going to get this guy until I actually smacked the fuck out of one of them. And then they all fucking started backing off. And I will still never remember, uh, I will never forget this thing that there were like 200 fucking people there and nobody did anything. And the guy Peter I was talking about, Prakar, was basically the guy that once this uh, stuff happened, he kind of came in from somewhere. I don't remember all that stuff now. And then he basically grabbed every single one of them and kicked them out of the uh, of the hostel at this, at this point in time. Now, once that happened uh, at uh, in 12th block, at probably 12, 30, 11, uh, sorry, 1231. Uh, then we basically moved here and then we were up until like 2 a.m. at least like discussing what was going on and like, you know, and then that's when these folks, this guy and this guy and everyone were like, oh, okay, you know, oh, if they come in, we will fucking make sure this happens and that happens and blah, 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 blah. And um, so then I basically try and go to sleep at like 2.33 a.m. at night. Now, me and V were roommates, if you remember. So we used to go to sleep inside the hostel, right? So we uh, we slept. And uh, this is the only thing that has ever happened where this guy ever made a decision that was ever good for me in my entire life. But basically, they started banging on this door. And I was sleeping on the side and this guy was sleeping on the side. This is probably at 4, 4.30 a.m. at night. I was It was the middle of the night, so I didn't really kind of realize what the fuck was going on. So I was going to go and open the door and they started banging on this door. Actually, they started knocking on this door. They didn't bang on this door. They started knocking on this door. So I thought somebody was trying to like ask me something about the evening or night or something. Uh, and then as soon as I was going to wake up and then go and, and then talk to these guys... Yeah, as soon as I was going to wake up and go and talk to these guys, this guy literally, I still remember this. I still fucking remember this. Like, he was like sleeping in bed and then he suddenly woke up out of his, out of, out of fucking sleep. And then he was like, wait, 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 don't open the door. Let me open the door. Go, go inside the bathroom. So there was a bathroom on this side, on the right hand side. He's like, don't open the door and let me go into the bathroom and then go into the bathroom. So, and that's when I suddenly, it kicked me in the head over oh, what happened last night. And I was like, holy shit, oh, something could actually be going down, so to speak. So then I basically went inside to the right side and I locked myself inside the bathroom. Now, let me actually make a picture for you guys. Oops. To uh, understand what the bathroom actually looked like. Uh, save it. Sure. Why not? So the, um, this is the structure of the rooms. So this is my room. This is another room. Uh, and um, this was the hallway that used to connect us both in the middle. And this was basically the bathroom in the middle, right? Like this. Now, there used to be another, the guy called Sunny, uh, a Bihari guy here who used to live here, who used to fucking love me. And as so anyway, so I basically came in, wait, where'd it go? So I basically, obviously, this is the door right here, and there used to be a door right here. Um, so I basically came in from here. Oh, sorry, I, I I almost went to the door. I came back. I went inside, and I locked this door, the bathroom door. And I started knocking on this one to kind of just, like, just in case I need some help or something, because we don't know what's going on at this point in time. And then my, my roommate goes and opens the door. And as it turns out, it's these motherfuckers. Because only the most manliest of men, like the most, you know, the most amazing alpha males are going to try and come and try and whatever, beat you up or try and get revenge or something in the middle of the night when everybody else is sleeping. So, um... So there's like him and like three other guys, henchmen, which I still don't fucking remember. And um, actually, I do remember one of them. And this guy's actually following me on Instagram. So this is going to be super fun when he fucking watches this shit. Um, okay, so... 
yeah so that's what happened and then basically i locked myself inside that room so now then then they're here and they're fucking making noises and shit now here's what happens um okay yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. where the fuck dude oh yeah so this guy basically came up this guy now now people started waking up this guy woke up uh, i don't think this guy did but yeah this guy woke up and a bunch of other people fucking woke up and they came up to to like start talking to these guys about like the fight and they're like just go just go just go and again they had the most fucking filmy fucking dialogues of all time the the uh the filmy dialogue was basically school um ایکسٹنگ 30 minutes 45 minutes maybe an hour or so and then people started coming and going and people started coming and going because there was a bunch of noise going on so eventually what happened was after like 45 minutes or 50 minutes i heard the noises to be like a little bit distant so then i thought that this was going to be like close so i basically left and i locked this door and then i locked this door and then they basically tried tried to bang on it once again and obviously it's not opening up and then they finally left um now i remember that i remember that i remember so i remember that this guy came in I don't even say try and stop him or whatever. They just he just came in to fucking have a conversation and then he fucking left. Even though he knew that they were there to try and like attack me or some shit, they he they just fucking left. Now, another mini story about these two guys and why these two are basically the learning fucking these two are the people that you can learn the most from is uh because there was another fight going on at uh where did it go? There was another there used to be a football ground on the outside. Uh here somewhere. This one. I'm very I'm very certain this was it. I think. I think this was the fight. This was the football ground that we used to be at. Um so basically there was a massive fight here. This one, this had nothing to do with me by the way. This was a completely different fight. There were like 80 or so fucking people here uh in this fight. And I remember that both of these guys M and and M and um M and uh, SNM and a bunch of their other friends as well. used to make a lot of noise saying that they used to get in fights when they were like fucking 12 year 12 years old against like grown ass men and they would do this and they would do that and blah 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 and there were 80 fucking people here and these guys all managed to come down here to for the fight they saw 80 people here and then something struck off and someone started fighting and then everybody else started fighting in the middle of this thing and they came in here and they basically stopped an auto rickshaw and they fucking fled the fuck back out and i remember because i was standing right here i was on the outside of the whole thing and i was looking at who's coming in and who's going they came in they saw what the fuck happened got into an auto rickshaw and fucking fled out the second that they fucking could all of that fucking noise and they got scared shitless i'm fucking sure that they actually shit their fucking pants without without even getting in an actual fight and these are what these fucking people were and these are the kind of people that you will actually see in your fucking life too so i want you to fucking realize that these kind of people actually exist and he did obviously he did fucking fuck all nothing for me um even during that fight or after that fight or anything um eventually if you want to know like what whatever eventually happened was uh, i think the next day when i woke up apparently there were fucking rumors in the school uh that like i was in the hospital or something like i've i've been beaten down or some shit but then i obviously went to school i went to school i went to class i went i came back blah 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 
what happened by that time was I basically got in touch with this guy. Um, the next day I got in touch with this guy and then he was the guy that was always super connected with everyone. And he basically said, dude, nothing is going to happen to you. Like if you've done nothing wrong, which I didn't, then absolutely nothing is going to happen to you. Don't worry about it. Just go to school. Just have your, have like, you know, just live your own life and do everything that you want. Absolutely. Nobody's ever going to touch you. So all, all of B and his henchmen, and there were a bunch of other characters and everything else too, that in the they could basically only try and damage me within those 24 hours until this guy sort of found out like this guy found out as soon as this until this guy found out they had they could have done anything to me and then immediately after this guy found out then he was like okay nothing's gonna happen to you and then they could never do anything again ever after that so they basically tried to spread a rumor saying that this guy was beat to an inch of his death or something. Uh, that's what I heard when I went to school because people actually asked me that. And the funny thing is what they, they literally saw this guy limping for the next whole fucking week because he was the guy that tried to attack me and I broke his shin when he came in to actually have the fight. But that's basically, I guess, the story of my fight and or of my life. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else that I've actually left in this whole story or not um yeah the sheep mentality basically different fucking learning lessons the empty drum making the most noise blah 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 basically this is it it's all about what you can see i i still i still remember those 200 faces in front of me that never moved an inch they never picked up the phone they never tried to call security they never did fucking anything basically everybody's just watching a fucking movie that's pretty much all that's going on uh, the only person that you could kind of rely on was yourself so which i did i basically broke that guy's shin and this was this was again like all the pictures that you've actually seen of myself and like i'm 18 years old skinny underweight not self-confident having self-esteem issues that kid that used to be there at 18 years old that's when i basically took everything into my own hands and saved my life so to speak um yeah but this is all that i can kind of remember always remember that there's going to be people like this always remember that you have to be the person that has to rely on yourself there's a difference between loneliness versus being alone and that was something that i was going to touch upon in this video but just take whatever you can about that topic from this being loneliness versus alone right you can be surrounded by endless amount of people and still be alone um and you can be all by yourself and still not be lonely so that's going to be a different topic and how do you attack loneliness versus alone but i'm going to i'm going to touch upon that in a different video hopefully that was uh helpful. okay i mean kind of just prove that all of this was kind of right by um sh sharing with you again i did like some psychedelics and some shrooms and um there was like gratitude going on in my head and this is the trip that i kind of went through back then i think maybe like six months ago a year ago or something so let me just take you through um um like a real message that I shared with my friend and I asked him if it's okay for me to um, share it with all of you. Okay. Um, so I sent this to him. Oh, this is probably when I had the trip. So 30th of October, I think. So bro you, bro, you may or may not remember this and you may not even remember or even be aware of the details. But back when we were in our first year uni at Manipal, there was a huge fight that had happened between 6th, 7th, etc. and 11th and 12th blocks. That fight was centered and involved around me and there were... Can we see? Oh shit, I can't show you. Eh? Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, that fight was centered and involved around me and there were about 40 or so guys that had broke into 12th block that night to try and find me and go to go beat me up or so they thought. I was in the middle of the 12th block building, the little park garden, whatever the fuck that thing was in the middle of the structure. I remembered looking around on all four sides and looking at all three floors. There were at least 200 people that were watching the Tamasha and not doing a single thing that was helpful. No calling the cops, no calling authorities, no coming down to help me, no trying to defuse the situation, no nothing. It was you and maybe two, four other guys. By the way, they were all fucking behind me and I fucking, I forgot some of their names, but I remembered their faces, of course. 
course. Um, they basically managed to grab and kick out a herd of 40 some fucking sheep all by themselves, all by themselves, all by yourselves. Thank you for being an amazing human being that actually did something to help someone else in their time of need when you didn't have to, and also to be the alpha male amongst the herd of fucking beta bystanders. The world needs more people like you, and if you have continued to be the person that you were back then, and heck, even grown as time and life has taught you lessons, you deserve to live the happiest life that you create for yourself. Thank you for being you. So that was like a gratitude message that I sent. I totally remember you, brother. I am immensely happy to hear from you. This gesture of yours means a lot. There, you were and are a beautiful soul and a wonderful human being, and stay blessed. And then I asked him for permission if I could share this or not. But yeah, so that's kind of my proof, so to speak, about the uh, about the whole video and and like the the whole story and everything that actually took place it was a little too long uh i don't know if i can shorten this or not i I'll, i'm gonna if i do shorten it the only part that i'm gonna remove is actually the explanation of manipal in itself and uh, or i'm just gonna have like the timestamp so that you can actually skip to the actual story but yeah Hopefully all of you guys and girls enjoyed that. Uh, that was a personal story for myself, um, but uh, that's my birthday gift to all of you. If you did, uh, do leave a like, comment. Actually, do comment and let me know what you guys actually thought, if you've had any such kind of similar situations or something happen in your life or not. And I shall see you all next time. Peace.